Hey, it's Lynn Brown, and welcome to Gritty Women. This is episode one of the Gritty Women Global Podcast. First of all, I just want to thank you for joining me today. I promise you we're going to keep this around 15 minutes. I figure that's probably enough of me for you for one day. So we're just going to go ahead and jump in. You know, it hit me the other day. I I pretty much spent the first half of my life playing not to lose. But it's kind of interesting because I also realized that even though I was playing small for the first half of my life, I never quit. I mean, I've fallen down too many times to count. And honestly, I've had my butt kicked a couple of times too. But, no pun intended, haha, I never quit. I'd fall down seven times and I would grit up eight. Debbie Stroman, a really good friend of mine, challenged me during one of my epic falls a few years ago. She said, I want you to start a daily gratitude journal. Start by writing down 25 things every day. So I found an old journal, and I began. And I'm going to be the first to tell you that I get easily distracted. I've been known to chase a few shiny objects before, but for some reason, I listened to my friend Debbie that day, and I took action. I just took that one step. And I'm happy to say that I am starting my fifth year of this new habit. Now, some of you are probably thinking, how can you think of 25 things to be thankful for? But all I can say is just trust this process. Emerson said, when you do the thing, you will have the thing. So, for example, this morning, the first thing I wrote down was coffee. Yes, I am very thankful for coffee. And even though I started a detox yesterday with my sister, I still had a little coffee. I mean, it's from a bean. And that's a veggie, so I figured it can't be that bad. It wasn't chocolate rabbits or jelly beans. And the birds were chirping this morning, so I wrote down that too. Thankful for the birds chirping. So you get it. It's it's easy. And some of you are already thinking of things that you can write down. Gratitude is such a necessity in life. Because y'all, this life, I know if you're like me, I figured out it's not for wimps. But gratitude is a great way to refuel your joy. And we're going to be talking about joy in other podcasts. I get so many questions about joy. A lot of people ask me about it. And and I think there's a good reason for that. And I'll be honest, I never really knew. Prior to reading one of Brene Brown's books, Daring Greatly, I didn't know that joy cannot survive under shame and guilt. And let's just say, after spending the first half of my life with my purpose and the call of my life buried under the load of shame and guilt. And then gratitude, that one thing being the thing that made me begin to enter my breakthrough. You can better believe I'm going to tell everyone. But for now, let's just start here. Let's keep it simple. Let's start with gratitude. The habit of gratitude has honestly impacted every area of my life. So if you're taking notes, now if you're driving, don't worry about this, but if you're taking notes, the first letter in gritty women stands for gratitude. The G is for gratitude. 
And yes, writing down things is important. I know for a long, long time, I thought, well, I'm finished with school. I don't really need to learn and grow. But writing things down, I found, is highly effective. There was a Harvard Business Review that stated only 3% of the graduates from their MBA program wrote down their dreams and goals. But it was so amazing because out of those students, they ended up earning 10 times more than the other 97% put together. That just blows my mind. But Forbes magazine said it, so it must be true. <laughs> I bet y'all are grabbing your journals now and writing things down. No, I'm just teasing. But but seriously, and and don't don't do like I've done before. There have been times that I was getting ready to get ready. So don't spend three weeks getting ready to do this, thinking I've got to have the perfect place to write, or I've got to have the right pen, or I need to get a new pen or a new journal. It doesn't have to be perfect. So many people just spend their lives getting ready to start the thing, and they never start the thing. And I'll be the first to tell you, I used to start a new diet every Monday. <laughs> Trust me, if there's a way to do it wrong and take the long, the long way, I've done it. But just trust me on this. Just write down something today. And I'll be honest, this whole creating new habits is, is still new for me. I've been drinking from the fire hose this last five years. I mean, I had never even heard of a growth plan or even entered into the thought of changing my habits. Okay, go ahead and laugh if you need to, because I've laughed a lot about it. But I never knew I could change the way my life was. I just thought pretty much, you know, this is it. I mean, there were times I would just look at myself in the mirror and go, okay, is this it? I just figured, well, you were dealt th these cards. I never knew you could put them down and pick up a new hand. And as I began looking back through my life, I began to see little pieces of the puzzle. And I started, I started early creating these habits that did not serve me. One of my favorite things to do, and I was around four or five years old, was playing old made cards. And you know that card game. The only goal is not to end up with the old maid card. And I remember this like it was yesterday. It was a Sunday afternoon, and I was at my mama and Nangi's house, and we were playing cards by the fireplace, eating orange slices. Honestly, they weren't like the real healthy oranges. They were these orange candies just coated with sugar crystals. And we were playing cards, and my goal was not to lose. So here we go. Mamaw dealt the cards, and there she was, that dang old maid staring right at me. So I quickly ran down the hall. I grabbed the clippers off my grandmother's dresser and snipped the corner off the old maid card. I returned to the game with my best poker face on, which is not good at all. Luckily, Mamaw drew the card, and I won. Woohoo! I was so excited. I couldn't wait to play again next week. You can imagine how shocked I was the following Sunday. Mamaw dealt the cards. In the corner of every card in the entire deck was snipped off. You see, there are no shortcuts. 
And Mama was trying to teach me that lesson at such a young age. And I wish I could tell you that I learned that lesson. And from that point on, my life was just filled with confidence. And I played full out and I didn't play just not to lose. But that's not the case. I continue to play not to lose. But thank goodness, I am blessed now to have amazing mentors in my life. John Maxwell, you know, as, as a mentor, he says, everything worth having is uphill and nobody coasts to victory. And I'm sure you've heard this before too. You can't pay anyone to do your push-ups. There's even an old Irish proverb that says you can't plow a field by turning it over in your mind. We have to take action. So today, even if you can't see the whole picture of how you're going to do the thing that thing that's tugging at your heart, just start simply by writing down something you're grateful for. And I'll give you a break. You know what? If you can't think of 25 things today, just start with with one. And it, and it really doesn't matter, you know, what the thing is that you want to manifest in your life. Maybe it's a dream you have or a goal. Maybe it's a number on a scale. I'll be honest with y'all, I'm still trying to lose my baby fat, and my baby is uh, grown 25 years old. I figured it must, I must have gained a pound a year, but anyway, I'm, I'm on a mission now, and I'm doing good, so anyway, maybe you're looking for a certain balance in your checking account, maybe to improve a relationship, to become, you know, a better friend, a better sister, a better aunt, a better mom, a better daughter a better wife, whatever that thing is. Maybe it's going to the gym. Y'all, there are not going to be any shortcuts. There are no dream hacks. I've heard this from a lot of people. Oh, you're, you're so lucky. You, you own your own business? And, and I totally do understand what they're saying. And, and I am. I am. I am so thankful. For, for being in this place now, but, but it has come with a price, and I have invested a lot of time and money, trust me, and I'm just getting started. I mean, I am a very small fish in a big pond, but I'm going to keep swimming, and you know, once you jump into the deep end, it really doesn't matter how deep the water is. Trust me, I am way in over my head, but I can promise you this. There are thousands of women much more qualified than me to have a podcast. But there are a lot of them that are still thinking about doing it. And I guess all my failures have really served me well because I failed so daggum much that I'm not afraid I'm not afraid of it. I'm not afraid to fail anymore. And I'm discovering that all this luck that I thought people had before Luck happens when preparation meets opportunity. Last year, it was funny, and I mean, I couldn't really believe I was doing it, but I started this boxing class. And I, when I put on those pink boxing gloves for the first time, I felt like Rocky Balboa. The music was blasting, and I was ready to fight. Of course, fight only with my punching bag and the fan blowing on me with my water right next to me. But what about you? I mean, are you ready to fight? Paul Martinelli, he's one of my mentors. 
Uh, he probably has the hardest job. <laughs> He's my mindset mentor, and I give him a lot of I give him a lot of good material to work on. But and it takes a village for me. I have I have a seven mentors actually because I just recently added Rachel Hollis as a life and business coach. But Paul says, "What you fight for, you get." And five years ago, I began to fight like never before. I invested in myself and I bet on myself for the first time. See, before then, I just bet on everybody else. And we don't have time to go into that now. But y'all, there was a time that this speaker came to a school where I was working and I put a note in her purse and asked her if I could just travel with her and help her out if she ever got sick. How twisted is that? But I'm not proud of it, but I'm just thankful I'm growing. And so we got to fight for our dream. And so I, for the first time, I joined this, this John Maxwell team. And I, honestly, it has changed the trajectory of my life. And just for the record, you know, I know we all have, we have different beliefs. My number one source of strength is God. And our beliefs might differ and that's okay. But I am thankful that he created my voice. And he created a place for me to find it when I was willing to take the action. So as I entered into this growth zone, I became more aware that I wanted to do, become, and have more. And yes, I do want to be able to bless those in front of me and those I'll never see. Y'all, I have been without money before. And trust me, it's a lot more fun when you have it. There's nothing wrong with it. And in order for me to be able to serve children in places I'll never visit, I've got to have money. I've got to be all that God created me to be. And I hear and see so many women who have these huge dreams and desires, and they they believe the bogus stories just like I did. The BS, but, you know, we're going to say the bogus stories. But they truly believe that if their circumstances were different, that their lives would be different. If I lived here or if I were taller or skinny or fatter or if I had this car or if I'd gone to school or if I hadn't gone to school or if I had not dropped out of school or gotten pregnant, or if I was pregnant, the list goes on and on. James Allen says, men, and I added women, are anxious to improve their circumstances, but are unwilling to improve themselves, and therefore they remain bound. Y'all, please hear me. If you don't listen to anything else I've said, if I can do this, you can too. Please stop listening to those messages in your brain. Hit pause, refresh your screen, do whatever it takes. And I know some of you are already all in. You are already in the growth zone and you are thriving. Some of you, this may be the first time you've ever had the courage to click on a podcast. And good on you for doing that. Some of you might think this is a bunch of gibberish or hogwash, as we say. But hey, today, wherever you are on your journey, just be all there. And as long as you're moving forward, you are making progress. Y'all, I don't see the whole picture either. But this I know, girls, we got to get our grit on. We got to be gritty women. This is not for wimps. It's funny, isn't it? It always seems, seems impossible until it's done. After my epic business failure in 2010 that ended in bankruptcy, you can only imagine the comments and advice I received when I told everyone about my new business. But the, it was different this time. It was my dream. I was walking into the call of my life. And I will tell you, developing a gritty mindset it happens daily, not in a day or one podcast. And I'm just curious, do you, do you wake up every day to an alarm? Or are you waking up to the call in your life? 
just just think into that. You can ponder that later. But are you waking up to an alarm every day? Are you waking up to the call in your life? And yes, I had to master my limiting beliefs. And I had to create a gritty mindset. And I work on it every day. So my challenge for you today is to begin to create a gritty mindset. And start with G for gratitude. Gritty is a new pretty. You know, I want people to look at me and say, you know what, I love your hair. That, that, that's great. They say that. I get that. And I love my hair, girl. She is precious. But I want people to look at me and say more. Like, I love your heart. And I love your, your tenacity. And, and I love the fact that you never quit. That's what I want. So get your grit on. And remember, gritty women fall down seven times and grit up eight. I believe in y'all. And I'll see you next week on episode two of the Gritty Women Global Podcast. Take care.